What up, what up, what up? You're now tuned in to the Progression Podcast, man. I'm your host, 007, man. And it feels good to be back. Man, it feels good to be back, man. And with a new segment, new episode. Hey, man, it keeps going, it keeps going, man. And God is, is allowing me to do this. And whew, it's just a great thing, man. And he woke me up this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, I want to get right into it, man, and let y'all know uh, this is the Progression Podcast, man, as you see on the screen right there. The Progression Podcast, where we speak liberation, education, and elevation, right? So liberated, I was liberated from the street life, educated in the prison system, and elevated when I gave my life to Jesus Christ. It's real simple. And so, like every one of my segments, I start off with my theme scripture. And this scripture is one of those things that got me through those years in prison. So, 2 Corinthians, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are brand new. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are brand new. Look, we're gonna get into this, man, because this is a this is a heavy subject, man. Because uh, I had to do one like this. It's a different different one, but I had to do one like this, man. And it's called I O. I O. I O. Some people, man. I owe some people that believed in me. I owe them some people that's not here on earth anymore. I owe them because they really believed in me, man. And they saw what I didn't even see in myself. And I'm going to go through a few people. So uh, first of all, I want to just think about, I want to go to my scripture. My scripture comes from 1 Corinthians 13 and 11. I know it's very famous. It's very famous. And uh, it's almost cliche in some churches. But look, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. When I was a child... I spoke as a child. My my wording, everything that I used to say was like a child. I understood as a child because I hadn't been through too much. I thought as a child because that's all I had seen. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Now, being adult, being an adult is not about age. I see some people out here 40, 50, 60 years old still acting foolish in them streets and doing what they do. Can't do it like they've been doing it, but they they out there acting a fool, some of them, man. So, understand this. You got to become an adult, amen, because you owe people, man. And I'm not talking about cash. I'm not talking about money. It's some people that believed in you, that saw something in you, that said that person can be something. 
that dude is going to be something one day. Like they did me. I had a lot of people just believed in me, man. But I let them down with the the, the stuff I was doing. I knew I, I could have been greater, but I let people down with the stuff I was doing. Now, I'm going to go to one person. Her name is Juanita Barnes, which is my grandmother. She used to say this. You know, I used to complain about we was broke, uh, we was poor, and we didn't have nothing, right? And so she said this, and I think I said it on a rap a long time ago called Mama's Praying with the Fifth Ward Boys, right? And it says, the shade of a toothpick beats the hot sun. That's what she told me. She said, the shade of a toothpick beats the hot sun, right? She was really telling me to be grateful for what we had at the time. Be grateful for what you had. That's my grandmother. Juanita Barnes, Juanita Alice Barnes was my grandmother. And that woman loved me to death. You know, and it was just me and her for years and years and years. You know, and that woman loved me to death, man. And I want to get right into it because I want to tell you this. When she says the shade of a toothpick beats the hot sun, man, she was <clears throat> she was really saying be grateful. Be grateful for what you have. You know, my grandmother, she was she worked at Westbury High School. She was from Tyler, Texas, but she migrated here to Houston. And she worked at uh, Westbury High School. She was a cook in the kitchen and she worked her tail off, man, to try to provide for us, you know, keep the lights on and do all that stuff. And it was a one, a single financial system in our household, which was her. And I used to be like, man, we poor, man, we broke. And I think that's what got me to hustling. But I used to complain about being broke, being poor, couldn't do a lot of things. I wanted ColecoVision. I wanted Atari, but we didn't have the money. So I had to go to other dudes' house that had one, you know. But uh, understand this, man, you have to appreciate appreciate and be grateful for what you have now understand this the more things you be grateful for when you be grateful for something grateful for everything the more things you will attract to be grateful for the more you be grateful the more you attract things to be grateful for. When I started being grateful for a lot of things that I had, God just started giving me most stuff to be good stewards over that kind of stuff, you know. And so Juanita Alice Barnes, I thank you, I salute you, and I, and, uh, and I know you're looking down on me now because I know you're in heaven. And uh, I love you. I love you. I go to my next person, <laughs> Charles C. O'Brien, Reverend O'Brien, man, of New Pleasant Green Baptist Church, man. A story about uh, Charles C. O'Brien. Charles C. O'Brien was a, a, a guy that moved to Fifth Ward, and uh, in my in my neighborhood, 
And uh, he was one of the daddies that was in the neighborhood because all of us, most of us live on our street. They live with their grandmother. But he was one of the daddies in my neighborhood. And we had another daddy that was right across the street, Thomas Lane daddy, Charles Lane. So, but he said something. He used to always say something. He was my pastor when I was young because he tricked us and said, if y'all want to play basketball on our goals, y'all got to go to church with me. So. He said this long time ago, and I heard this lately. And I was saying, man, Charles O'Brien said that. He said, a bee doesn't waste his time trying to convince a fly that honey is better than crap. A bee doesn't waste his time trying to convince a fly that honey is better than crap. Now, Charles C. O'Brien, man, that man was a real influential person in my life, you know. And uh, his wife, you know, she was a, a devout believer, man. And, uh, and uh, when she died, man, I had that to say, you know, about her because she was one of those first people that I saw that was 24-7 believer. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just at church. It was this person at, at all times, you know? And so think about this. A bee doesn't waste his time trying to convince a fly that honey is better than crap. I'm not trying to tell you that this life is better. I'm showing you, right? I tell you to, but I'm showing you. I'm not trying to beat you across the head with this Jesus thing. But, man, I'm showing you that this life is better. It's better on this side of Jesus, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. It's better on this side. I, I, I'm, I'm living proof, man. And, and think about this. I'm not uh, like an anomaly. I'm an example of what anybody can be, man. If God can change my life and could put me in position to win and successful, he can do it for you. A bee doesn't waste his time trying to convince a fly that honey is better than crap, right? And Charles C. O'Brien, that was one of the people that I owe. I owe. Now, I'm going to this man, Leslie Vaughn. That's my daddy. That was my real daddy, my biological daddy, right? I tell you what, I met my biological daddy when I was 21 years old, right? Never met him in my life, met him when I was 21 years old. We grew, you know, to start liking each other. Then I went to the penitentiary. But when I got out, hey, man, me and this cat, we was real tight. We, uh, I talked with him over the phone. And, man, he used to text me every morning. And I know a lot of people out there used to text every morning. He had his flip phone and he used to text whole scriptures and whole prayers to you in the morning at five in the morning, man. He'll text that to you. And so he was doing it on a flip phone. So you know how you got to, and he was real about it, man. But I used to go talk to this man a lot. And so one time I let you in on something. That was years and years ago. Me and my wife, we had got into a uh, certain, not an argument, but a disagreement. And he came over to the house and he said something to me that was, that changed my life forever. 
And he said, it takes a big man to admit when he's wrong, but it takes a great man to admit he's wrong when he's right. That's Leslie Vaughn. It takes a big man to admit when he's wrong, but it takes a great man to admit he's wrong when he's right. And man, I got it as soon as he told me, man. But he started explaining. He said, so you're going to let a 30-minute argument or whatever disagreement mess your whole marriage off. So years and years of the stuff you have built and the stuff you're going to build in the future, you're going to let 30 minutes of a disagreement mess that off. So do you want, is it that you want to be right? Oh, you just, you know, want to argue, you know what I'm saying? So I used to say, oh, daddy, man, I'm, you know, I don't want to be, it ain't that I want to be right. It's just that I am right. But he was like, hey, man, sometimes you got to just say, you know what? You got this. You right, man. And if it all go to hell, don't go in there and say, uh, man, I told you so. You tell her, you say, man, you know what? We going to get through this. Don't even trip. That's the kind of man I became after that conversation with my daddy. I started doing that, man. You know. So, and just to be honest with you, me and my wife, man, we rarely, you know, we, in the beginning, we had a lot of arguments and a lot of foolishness because I was doing a lot of foolishness. Uh, I wasn't where I was supposed to be. And I'm not going to speak for her. She'll say it herself. She'll say where she wasn't where she's supposed to be. But since that day, I have learned a lot, man. I'm not trying to win an argument, man. I'm trying to stay good with my wife because she's one of the best people I know, right? So that's Leslie Vaughn. I salute him, man. I owe him. He thought that I was, you know, going places and I could be the greatest person ever. And I really, really owe him, right? Okay. So it's this guy named Marshall. I don't remember his last name. I'm sorry. But anybody that was in the feds uh, from 2000 uh, to 2005 or 2006, they remember Marshall that was in Beaumont. You know, in, in, uh, if you remember Marshall, he used to be the sports dude, had money. You know, he did his thing. But he told me something that he told me a lot of stuff. He told me a lot of stuff, man. He told me some stuff uh, that I always remember, but this was one of the best, the biggest things that he said. Now, I told you on the last podcast that he told me, Marsha had told me, he said, your best thinking got you right to this spot. And he right. Even though he was in the spot too, he was right. He said, your best thinking got you right to this spot. But this is one of the things that he said. He said, in this life, you have responsibilities and obligations. Now, I couldn't write all this on that thing, but he said, your responsibility is to yourself. You have to be responsible for your own actions and your responsibilities is to yourself. And anyone you have brought into this world, like children and anybody you went before man and God and said, this woman God, I'm going to take care of this woman. Those are your responsibilities. He said the obligations, though, like if your homeboy need a ride to work and you be picking them up all the time, 
that's an obligation. Uh, if you say you, you know, you be helping somebody and, and they always seem to need help, but you say that's an obligation. He said you need to cut down on your obligations and handle your responsibilities. Cut down on the obligations and handle your responsibilities. And when he said that, I got out and I said, you're right, man. I'm I'm going to practice that. And that's always been in my mental Rolodex, right? That's all been in my mental Rolodex. So I went through a lot of people. I went through my grandmother, Juanita Barnes. I went through uh, Charles O'Brien, which was my pastor. Uh, I went through Leslie Vaughn, which is my father. I went through Marshall that I met in the feds that had two life sentences. And, uh, and I want to say something about those people. They planted something in me that a lot of people are benefiting from right now. Listen, they planted something in me that a lot of people are benefiting from right now. Or a lot of people got cut off from right now. Right? Because I want to tell you something about those people, man. You know, those people are serious, man. And I got to read this to you, and I hope you write it down or take a picture or screenshot this because this is important. The one who plants the tree, knowing that they would never sit in its shade, understands the meaning of life. Let me say that again. The one who plants the tree, and knowing that they will never sit in its shade, they understand the meaning of life. Hey Amen. It's a lot of people that planted seeds, man. And I'm going to tell you, life is complicated. Being an adult is complicated. I have to say this. I want y'all to know this. Being an adult is like folding a fitted sheet. <laughs> Being an adult is like folding a fitted sheet. It's complicated, especially when you bring people into it, man. But understand this. Hey, man, you owe a lot of people, man. I owe a lot of people. And there's a lot of people that believe in you that, that said, man, that dude can be something, man. And they gone from here. Coach Felder, man, I remember it was a lot of people that believed in me, man. Uh, Coach Sprott, Mr. Sprott, even Dr. Bajwai. Y'all act like y'all don't know these people. These people from We Lied Up. But uh, a lot of people believed in me, man, and I owe those people to be successful. And the only way I know how to be successful is to be in Jesus Christ. That's the only way I know. That's the only way I got out of jail to be, you know, out of prison is to be with Jesus Christ. All the other stuff kept me in there, man. So understand this, from Juanita Barnes to Charles O'Brien to Leslie Vaughn to Marshall and all the people that helped me get to where I'm at, man, they planted the tree knowing that they would never sit in the shade, man. And a lot of people that's benefiting from those people's words to me, I'm just letting y'all know it was some people that believed in me and I owe, I owe those people success, man. I owe those people success. Hey, man, my last thoughts, my last thoughts, my last thoughts is you owe. Think about the people that you 
came across all your life that told you something good that uh that gave you something in your spirit man that that helped you along the way and man you owe them to be successful man you owe them to take care of your business man you know it's is a new little slang going around around standing on business stand on business man stand on business that's what it's all about hey man Leave your comments, man. I'd like to hear what you think about this, this segment, man. This was a, a segment that was near and dear to my heart, man. And I didn't even go back over the stuff because, man, it's, you know, it, it's really a touching thing. But I, I want you to go back over it, man. You rewind this and listen to the people what I was talking about, man. Thank you for all your uh subscriptions man to uh all the podcasts and uh platforms youtube my youtube subscribers thank you man for listening uh it, it's been a great day man it's been a great month been a great year i thank y'all man the progression podcast man we in there man don't let your yesterday kill your tomorrow man i'm telling you because your yesterday it might be real you know what I'm saying? What happened to you might be real. But don't let it don't let it kill your tomorrow because you got something to do, man. Don't let your yesterday kill your tomorrow. And guess what? God can blow your mind if you let him, man. This 007, man, this this was a great one, dog. And I'm, I'm gonna be thinking about this tonight. And uh <laughs> hey man, I'm about to cry, man. But uh yeah, man, I went to prison and these people, they, I'm thinking about these people, man, and, and these were some great people and they not here today, man. I owe them. I owe them success, man. Thank God. Thank you, man. Thank you for listening. And I'm out, man. Peace.